Welcome to the Only Dream Big podcast, starring your host, Donnie Bedney. Only Dream Big is a podcast where Donnie will share tips and experiences on different topics, such as acquisition entrepreneurship, human capital, and the future of the workforce. He is the president of PSP Metrics and has been in the assessment and human capital management industry for more than 15 years, with the goal of driving change through people. As your guide on dreaming big, let's hear from the man Episode himself. of the Only Dream Big podcast. I am your host, Donnie Bedney. Uh, once again, just a, another phenomenal, uh, phenomenal individual person, um, you know, servant, uh, you know, as, as he's referenced at times, um, you know, Jeff Williamson joining us today and, and guaranteed, folks, just a number of nuggets uh, that that he will be sharing today and just practical and pragmatic tips as we always you know, like to share today. Jeff, welcome to the pod. Thank you, Donnie. I've had so much fun in, in our past conversations and man, I, we're kindred spirits in a lot of ways. So I'm excited to jump in and, and talk about big dreams and leadership and all, all those kinds of things that you're passionate about as well. Yeah. Well, thanks, man. You know, one of the big things that we we always like to talk about here, um, you know, is is we have individuals who, you know, have dreams, right? Um, you know, we have uh, people who are running organizations, so they have visions for organizations. Um, you know, and years ago uh, when we met, you you just kind of really helped kind of the beginning of a reframe for me. Um, you know, in talking about the power of one sixty eight, right? And I and I. Now I use it basically almost as a test question, right, to to people I meet. Like, do you know about the significance of 168? Um, you know, and, and it's amazing to me the number of people who don't necessarily know. Uh, but can you talk to us just, you know, can you, can you sure. open up and kind of shed mm-hmm. some light uh, for the people about the significance of 168? Right. The, the power of 168 really just came from a discussion in a, in a graduate course I was teaching and the conversation was about how busy people are and a student came up to me and said i don't think i have time to do this doctoral program and i graciously said i think you do but let's talk about it (laughs) and what came out of that was the reality that no matter who we are what our role is in this life we all have seven days 24 hours a day which totals 168 and though I didn't think about the, the title power of 168 at the time, mm-hmm. I just went in and wrote that number down on the board and looked at the group, about 15 people and said, does anybody know what this number is? Crickets. And so then we had this conversation about your busy people, your professionals, your bankers and teachers and attorneys, and you're in this three-year doctoral program. What in the world have you done? Mm. And so we had this conversation about time and what we do with our 168. And so we had some really rich conversations and broke down some things. And uh, and I'm sure we'll, we'll get a chance to talk about that as we go along. But that's the idea yeah. was okay. there's 168 hours in every week and we have the power to impact what we do with that. Yeah. 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 I mean, just. Man, so I think that the, um, the the concept has continued to, you know, kind of resonate with me. And, you know, at moment of transparency uh, for our listeners and, and, and everything, I, I have not mastered my 168 uh, at all, frankly. Um, you know, and, and yet, 
um, because I, I, I met you, you introduced me to the concept. It's something that I continue to be cognizant of, um, you know, whenever I think about like, okay, well, if I want to achieve something and I start telling myself, oh, I just don't have enough time, right? Um, you know, then, I, then I'm always then twisting and saying, okay, well, I have 168, you know, how can I make time, right? Um, you know, accordingly, um, which I think it kind of dovetails into or, or potentially is like the antithesis, if you will, uh, of folks that uh, I know we share a disdain for a little bit, which is not the people, but this other word about yeah. being busy, right? Yeah. Um, and, and folks who just say, well, oh, I'm too busy. Um, mm. Oh, I'm busy mm. too. And then it, it becomes yeah. like, it's almost this societal thing. Yeah, it's a badge that, of you know. busy, you know. Look at my <laughs> yeah, badge. That's you know. your that's your thing, right? Yeah, yeah. the yeah. badge of busy, right? Oh, please. I don't want. If you're that. listening and you have one, please throw your badge of busy away. <laughs> <laughs> please throw it away. Yeah. Well, it, it, you know, and and I've I've said this before that when I talk about 168 and I talk about my dislike for the response that I'm just so busy. I know they mean well, and and they are busy. It isn't that I doubt they're busy. What happens sometimes is when we're in a place where we feel like we just can't add one more thing, it's because we've just kept adding one more thing, you know? And so part of the heart of of the, the approach of Power 168 is that we really have to think about what we value. What do we Mm. want our life to look like? Mm -hmm. And when we do that, I believe we can take a look at to say, you know what, I've got this stack up to here and about a third of it doesn't really matter in the scope of life. I've just let it others sometimes Mm -hmm. and myself in wanting to people please, not wanting to say no. I've just let people stack things up or I've stacked things up. And it's often just it's not that you're yes, you're so busy because you're not saying no to anything. Ooh. And then when we think about, okay, you know, in the scope of, you know, I, my children are in their 20s, so I'm kind of in that phase where you're kind of going, oh, I think I did okay. You know, how did I do? Yeah. <laughs> kind of, my daughter which, is two, so. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah, letting me know there's hope. That. There's hope. <laughs> you, got, you got so many good days ahead of you, and I did too. But, um, you know, if we think about, all right, what if, as a dad, what 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 do my kids remember from when they were three, four, five, ten, fifteen? Was I missing most of their life, or was I one of those dads that I'm like, I was at every ball game, I was at every dance recital, I was at every everything, hmm. because I wanted them to know they mattered so much that I would miss other things to put them first. Now hmm. that doesn't make me dad of the year. It just means like I chose that as my priority, one of my priorities, hmm. and at times it meant. I miss some cool, fun event that I would have enjoyed, but I'd rather I'd rather see that smile on my kid's face when they get their first hit or when they do their feature dance in the ballet and all those kinds of things. I'm like, that's my girl. That's yeah. my boy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I thankfully I have to honor my parents. They showed me what that looked like early on. And so it's like those moments that I just don't want to miss. I'm going to do my best to never miss those. So are, are all the things in life like that? No, no. Mm -hmm. But I think sometimes we've stacked our deck against ourselves and we Mm -hmm. wind up missing that, that 
spring baseball game or that dance recital or just that opportunity to, you know, I used to meet my kids after school at their elementary and we'd walk up to a little place and get a soda and sit there on a park bench and talk about their day. Wow. I've got time for that because that was my priority. And again, lots of good people do things like that, but we can get so stacked up with things that are not that important to us in the scope of life. Yeah. And if I'm not gonna, if it doesn't matter in a year, why am I giving it so much energy now? Mm. Is that is that a big exercise? Because you know, my follow-on question to what you were talking about mm-hmm. is, you know, and wanting to share some practical ways, you know, mm-hmm. to evaluate that. You know, it, it, are there any exercises that folks can take or questions that they can ask, frankly, um, mm-hmm. you know, to determine that? And so, I guess that's one, which mm-hmm. is, you know, is this going to matter in a year? Yeah. Yeah. And in some bigger topics of life, we even ask ourselves, is this going to matter in five or 10 years? You know, Mm. Um, so, yeah, I I look at those things and think, okay, going back to vision, values and desired outcomes. If I look at my values, are they reflect the things that I identify, you know, and I'm a lister, you know, I love my flip charts on the wall. You know, I'm a lister and keeping things written and in front of me. So. I always think it's a good practice for us, maybe, you know, monthly or every week or two to sit down and and remind ourselves, these are the things I put on the wall over here that that this is wow. my set of priorities. And yeah. if I keep that visibly in front of me and I see that all the time, I just feel mm-hmm. like I'm I'm better able to move toward activities that affirm and lift up those values in sure. practical ways. Because okay. I value this, I therefore take this action. Because yeah. I value this, I I say no thank you to this option. Mm. And, and so we start s- this sorting process to say, it's not cho- a choosing between a, a bad and a good thing. Sometimes we yeah. have that. But a lot, a lot sure. of times, the things that stack up that we say causes us to say, I'm just so busy, is like we don't say no to anything. Because sometimes we even have to say no to something that's good but something else that's better gets our mm. yes wow saying no to something that's good and something mm-hmm. better gets our yes i mean yeah. it, it so <laughs> in a funny way did you ever think about you know naming the book you know it, it you know like maybe with the subtitle so like the, the power <laughs> of 168 um you know driven by you know, saying no, <laughs> or, yeah, you know, yeah. something like that. It just, the joy of saying no, hand, right? something yeah. like that, you know, exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah, I'm working on a project now that is related to joy and community and connection. So hopefully that'll be something rolling out next year. But yeah, that, that idea of there can be joy in saying no, because every time yeah. we say no, and this isn't my idea, but when we say no to something, we're saying yes to something else. Yeah. And, and I love that, um, you know, so when it, as a dad, when my kids were coming up and I had to choo- choose about activities and where am I going to be at this time on a Friday afternoon, whatever, uh, it was like I'd say no to something that would have been fun because I'm saying yes to my my son or my girls. Oof. And, the, you know, when I look, look at it in that, it's, a lot of times it's just framing things in what I would say is an appropriate light to say, okay. let's see, you know. Go play golf with my buddies or go to my daughter's ballet recital. Hmm. Easy call. You know, I can go do the golf thing with friends anytime it's not cold. 
Yeah. But my girl has this annual ballet performance that's the big end of year show. Yeah. And she knows I'm going to be off stage holding a bouquet for her and telling her how proud I am. And she'll never forget that. Well, yeah. she's 26 now. Yeah. yeah. And those are the things that I want her to kind of go. Didn't miss the big ones, man. Way yeah. to go, dad. You know, yeah. and there. Yeah, and, and millions upon millions of moms and dads do that very same thing. But my yeah. point being, it's like often we're choosing where does our time go? Who do we give it to? And, and mm-hmm. what's the value of that? Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, huge, man. Huge. And, and uh, so happy we it, it, our conversation has taken us in that path because I think that uh, it's going to be something a lot of folks can relate to. Um you know, going back to kind of the 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 origin of the concept, I mean, what were some of the things and and how granular, if you will, as you were going through that exercise, mm-hmm. did you get with your students? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, at that point, you know, I I, I always was talking to my former CEO, who who uh, good and good buddy of mine, who was a guest a uh, couple couple episodes ago, uh, Joe Grishkoviak, and and we were talking about energy. Right. Mm-hmm. And I and I was telling him, like, hey, man, now that I'm president, like, how do I focus, you know, uh, how do, or, or how can I, um, you know, own more of my energy? Right. Because I believe I'm gonna, it's going to take a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. Right. In order to achieve some of the things that I, that I have set apart. Uh, and he said, hey, um, first thing for me is eight hours of sleep every night. Yeah, that's a right? non-negotiable for me, man. It, see, look, mm-hmm. greatness. Greatness. Mm-hmm. Jeff and mm-hmm. Joe have said it. I need to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but but, you know, th- then if I think about that, right, you know, so so what is that? Fifty six hours a week, then I'm, I'm designated for yep. sleep. Hundred and seventeen so left. Uh, yeah. And you're well rested. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Um, so so is that, you know, mm-hmm. the, is that the we way did. to, you know, did you go through that? We did. Um yeah, it, it, this spontaneous conversation led to what I jokingly call my fourth grade math project. I put it up on a whiteboard, you know, where it's just addition and subtraction. I'm good yeah. there. Yeah. And so we started out with that magic number. One second do we do to prep the food and sit down and eat it and not be oh, choking wow. it down while we're yeah. driving across town. And, yeah. you know, a lot of those kinds of things. And I let the students in that court, cohort. Yeah. Tell me what a fair number was, because I wanted them to understand this wasn't, you know, Jeff's theory, ramming it down their throat going, yeah, it sounds good, but it doesn't work. And so we literally spent about a half an hour sorting through saying, okay, should we include a category for health, nutrition, and fitness? Let's say, hey, does anybody, you know, I look at him and say, does anybody work out every single day? And we all, well, come on. No, not exactly. I said, maybe we should. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I'm saying, okay. Let's say, how about you? Th- and again, these are optimums. I said, yeah. okay, let's say you work out four times a week for an hour. That's four hours in a week. We put it on the board, Yeah. you know, just so on and so forth. And we worked our way through these categories. And I remember looking at those rest, nutrition, meals, work, exercise, community involvement, volunteerism, you know, the, all those things that matter so much. And I looked wow. at them, you know, and, and sincerely said, it, are there any biggies we've forgotten? Yeah. No, I don't think so. You know, so, I, okay, let's do the math. Yeah. I went to the top, 168 minus 56 hours for sleep, minus work, minus, minus, minus. Went yeah. all the way through our 168. 
Yeah. And we had 20 to 25 unaccounted hours left of waking hours, not not sleeping less, not skipping exercise. Oh, my goodness. 20 to 25 hours every week. And we can all do 20 hours times 52 weeks. It's over a thousand hours. I mean, just, it, you know, I always think about it just in 48, man. If you, <laughs> if you randomly had, you know, four, get, assuming you have four yeah. weeks vacation. Right. I mean, on the low end, I didn't even factor that. 60, right? Like, yeah. this is, holy smoke, 48 times, was the other one, 25? 1200 hours yeah yeah. 1200 hours and that's kind of the way they were i mean when i when i did my fourth grade math problem and i looked at them i said 20 to 25 waking hours we have no idea where it goes and i looked at them and i said this is why you do have time to do a doctoral program if you give 20 to 25 hours a week on top of all these important things for three years, you will have successfully compete, completed a doctoral program mm-hmm. and slept eight hours a night and done all these things. So I guess you do have time. And they all just kind of went, <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's Curse true. you, professor. Curse no. you. <laughs> you know, and, and, and I, you know, me being a hugely imperfect human being, I – I have to look in the mirror and say, okay, today's in my hands as much as possible. What am I going to do with it? So I look at my schedule the night before, and I heard somebody say, uh, I was at a meeting uh, a week and a half ago, and he said, good days start the night before. Mm. Because we frame up what's coming up tomorrow that I know of, Mm -hmm. what's my mindset for the things I don't know about that are going to come up, and what do I want to have in my basket, if you will, at the end of tomorrow? Mm-hmm. And I do that mental preparation and mindset and expecting good things and looking at what I need to do. And so I start having a good day the day before because I'm mm-hmm. working on the processes, the systems, and my mindset around, mm-hmm. oh, crap, here we go again, or or yeah. not giving thought and the day then just being like, you know, bugs hitting the windshield. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I, I don't like start, that, I gotta man. use that one again. Yeah, um, <laughs> I in the windshield. Up. Yeah, that was good. That was a good one. That was good. Um, yeah, man. So, I mean, I think I'm still on this whole, you know, 1200 hours uh, a week. Um, you know, because it, it, well, in a previous conversation, this was it, you know, kind of crazy because in, in one of our, our, our previous conversations, you said, you know, and, and what if you just took like 400 hours of that, yeah. right? So a third of that time, you could still have 800 right. hours of unaccounted right. time if right. you want. Yeah. But like, if you just took 400, yeah. what could you do? Yeah, yeah. You think Crazy. you could write a business plan in 400 hours? You think you could Man. get better health in 400 hours? You think you could, you know, as Jeff Foxworthy says, call your mama. You think you could do that in 400 hours? Yeah. You know, those kind of things that, right? Like, I'm I'm learning another language, right? Yeah. You know, we would say, that's important stuff to me, and I'm not getting it done. Okay. 
could you fit it into 400 hours a year? I think so. Yeah. 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 When I do the math and I look at it, I'm just like, there's no excuse for me to not make some dreams happen and to yeah. chase some things that, that just seem too big yeah. Because I think we just let ourselves get overwhelmed at the enormity of whatever our big dream is. Yeah. But I'm like, it, it's the proverbial eating the elephant. You know, you just take a bite at a time and you just keep chipping away. And, yeah. and you know, you, you <laughs> over time, you oh break through. Goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Well, A, for, for anyone, anyone who is listening to this now, we have a, you have been uh, that, that excuse Jeff mm. has thrown it out the mm-hmm. window. Mm-hmm. As soon as you hear this, don't tell me in a conversation that you listen to this episode, because if I hear you say you don't have time, we literally, Dr. Williamson has thrown that out of the window. <laughs> Man, just at all. I, I, I can't say that anymore. Uh, my staff uh, Man, yeah. 1,200 hours. It's it's one of those times where I wish I could just have one of those air horns, you know, and if someone says, someone says I'm just too busy to do that, you know, I just wish I could just like blow that, you know, pretty close to them and kind of go time out. Yeah. 30 second time out. Let's talk oh, about this, man. Oh, Whew. Throw the flag. Uh, we yeah, used to have, that's another we, way. We had, yeah, maybe not whistles. so hard on the hearing. Yeah, we, like, we had whistles in college. I remember yeah, specifically yeah. blowing the whistle on people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, throw the flag. Time out. <laughs> Penalty Ooh, flag. Stop everything, please. <laughs> um, stop right man. there. <laughs> yeah, um, unbelievable, man. So, yeah. and and you also referenced um, you referenced systems, right? Um, you know, and and. Just thinking through, you know, some once again, just getting back to the practicality of systems. Right. Right. Um, you know, we already talked about, you know, people, you know, kind of go, walking through, and and I've done the exercise before. I'm convinced I'm going to do this again after our conversation. Literally today, uh, probably yeah. walk down the hallway and get a flip chart uh, and just start before I go to this dinner go. tonight. Um, but how do you? Um, you know, as you're thinking about systems, like what are what are some more, you know, kind of you know, things that people can think through, um, you know, frankly, just as they're planning, you know, goals for, you know, the future. Right. You know, do, do you right. have, you know, some ideas? What do you do you right, know, to, right. as you're thinking through goals, uh, you know, where you currently are, where you want to be in the future, et cetera? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm such a believer in systems because to me, a, a good system helps me to know what I should be doing day by day to get where I say I want to be. And so, you know, we go back to, I'm a has been athlete, you know, once upon a time, you know, our coaches would give us the off season workouts and you need to lift this, these reps and these things each day, because you will do a slow build of muscle memory and strength and all those kinds of things, which prepare you for what we want, this success we want to have. And so a lot of times I look at that and I'm thinking, you know, there, well, <laughs> the cliche, there is no off season for starters when we're talking sure. about life and work and, and dreams, yeah. but, um, you know, having a, a sense of like, where do I want to be? Wh- how, what are some things that can help me get there? And then when we start finding a rhythm of what works for us mm-hmm. to then, you know, rinse and repeat, 
I, I, you know, I've, you've mentioned flip charts. I, I, I love flip charts because they're these big visuals that help me to write down things that I care about, write down the way things are and the, and the way I want things to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and by keeping mm-hmm. those goals, those signposts to say, I want to hit this goal by this month. I want to hit this goal by the end of 2022. Any of those kind of things that help us to detail what we want and then to almost back up, um, you know, markers or signposts along the way to say, for me to have this writing project done by May 1st of 2022, I need to have a publisher by, you know, like soon. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, sure. And, and and then figure out the the build up. You know, same thing for academic projects or business plans. We lay out those things and say, best I know, here's what I need to do to get from where I am today to where I want to be. And so that's where we were talking previously. I said I take a yeah. flip chart, split it down the middle, and I wrote up yeah. what is, mm. you know, revenues. Uh, health, you know, mm-hmm. things I want to do, places I want to go, things I want to do, whatever it is, what yep. is on the left yep. side, and then write down what will be. That's mm. those stre- that are those stretch goals. Those Powerful. I'm gonna yep. I'm gonna work toward these kinds of things. Mm. And and the cool thing was about two months ago, I had to take down that list because my what will be's. Yep. Check 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 over time so i got to move my what will be's from three years ago to the left to what now is and then i got to the opportunity to reset those and say okay i wanted to reach this threshold by now and i did so now what now i want to what will be then so i had to do a new category of of listing out what will be's because i've seen those stretch and and come true wow crazy world changing things but for me big steps uh believing in myself taking some risks and going if i don't do it it's not the end of the world but i want to have this written by this time and publish this and and do this and those things have progressively happened so i believe when we see it we keep it in front of us then we better it at focusing on those systems, focusing on those things that help us to move toward the point where we can go, well, that's coming off my what will be list because that just happened. Man, that is. Uh, those are fun days. Yeah, you know, put a line through that. Man. You know, what is, <laughs> what will be. Um, yeah. yeah. Powerful and uh, so practical. Um, I'm literally going through, you know, like uh, 2022 budgeting and planning and stuff uh just just a couple hours ago um you know now so you know now i'm like how can i go back because if i really have an additional 400 hours what what you know what will be right (laughs) what what, yeah what can be that's a that's man unbelievable Um, yeah in the book i talk about the economics of time that time is currency and that's exactly what you're talking about gosh if i have 400 hours available where do I want to spend that? And yeah. that's the, that's the currency of time. It's like, wow. So I can take a third of my unaccounted for waking hours and put mm-hmm. 400 hours into something. What kind of impact can I make on my Worse. wish list or my what will be? I didn't even state it as a wish list because it's what will be. 
It just means I'm not there yet. Wow. And it, and, and, you know, that we can do a lot of good in 400 hours. Well, and, and, and you know, what you just reminded me of it because it just came into my mind, as you said, uh, you know, time is currency. Uh, have mm-hmm. you ever watched that uh, that movie? Uh, Justin Timberlake, um, you know, has a movie. Um, I think it was like uh, it's either in time or running out of time or, you know, something I think else. I have. Sounds cool. So he, yeah. So uh, it was some years ago. But basically his character, it, it's a it's a it's a period. Right. Where, um, you know, there's, there's like chips, you know, kind of in, 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 mm. in, ingrained in people. Mm. And time is an economic thing, right? Where mm. uh, literally uh, the, the uh, kind of lower, lower class individuals, right, work mm-hmm. and they get mm-hmm. paid in these time credits, mm-hmm. right? And then even when you eat, et cetera, you have to, mm-hmm. you know, pay scan in with that, yeah. right? For, yeah. for that. But if if you get if if your clock runs out, right, your time runs out, then you die. Yeah. From a currency perspective. And and yeah. the challenge with uh, you know, basically the, the ultra wealthy in this movie is that they have like unlimited time. They got more time. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's it's it. Just, that's that's it. where my mind went. It's just yeah. like wow. That's it. That is it's like not not to be fatal for you know? that, but yeah. if if you get if, if your clock runs out, right, your time runs out, then you die. Yeah. From a currency perspective. And, and yeah. the challenge with, uh, you know, basically the, the ultra wealthy in this movie is that they have like unlimited time. They got more time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's it. Just, that's that's it. where my mind went. It's just yeah. like, wow. That's it. That is, it's like not not to be fatalist or negative. It's just like, man, we the clock's ticking on all of us. Yeah. But what do I want to do between now and when I run out of time? Yeah. A lot of stuff would be the answer to that. I want to do a lot of stuff. I want to make a lot of new friends. I want to help yeah. a lot of people help, you know, lift their experience. Yeah. And, you know, when, when that when that time runs out, you know, what do, what do we ha- what do we have to show for that is is another yeah. question, you know. And it's like yeah. I I want the answer to be relationships, impact, influence, mm-hmm. making life better for other people, or just encourage them and making them smile. You know, sometimes yeah. that's 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 a big deal to just kind of yeah. go, hey, you know, I see you, I care about you, and I think you're struggling. Is that yeah. is that an accurate evaluation? Yeah, yeah really. Yeah. You go, man, I'm you're not alone. I'm for you. I'm here. You got my number. You yeah. know, I don't want you to ever feel like you're alone. Yeah. Well, sometimes and, and, that's all people need. Literally, as we're as 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 you know, this is where where my mind is going now, man. It's just like you're talking about this time. We're talking about you know having mm-hmm. an impact, um, you know, and and without knowing you know mm-hmm. when that clock's going to run out. I mean, right. um, you know, we had a conversation about sports, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Kobe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Just God bless him. R.I.P. Yeah. Right. Um, just unbelievably impactful life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, but but, you know, ended his clock mm-hmm. ended tragic at a time when everybody is just like, what? Like he was yeah. doing so much. Right. And it, it just right. I don't know if it was earlier this week or last week. They uh, they just announced that. Um, what was the uh, what was the, what was his, um, you know, drink company uh, mm-hmm. Under Armour or mm-hmm. Ar- body body armor? Right. Mm-hmm. 
which he had mm-hmm. done a, a apparently around a six million dollar investment, mm-hmm. just sold for like eight billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Which apparently the take home for the the Brian estate actually came back as more than all of his NBA earnings mm-hmm. combined. Mm-hmm. Right, and 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 not that that mm-hmm. you know it's not it's not the money aspect of it, but just. You know, it kind of ties in mm-hmm. some of the stuff mm-hmm. you referenced earlier, just as you're talking yeah. about applying systems to like other right. Right. dreams and stuff, right? Yeah. Just, yeah. Wow. Yeah. In the time that he had, he was a guy who didn't just master the game and his craft at an extraordinary level that, you know, was a dominant player for years in the NBA, but he, he had already, during his playing career and even since, he had he had pivoted that to other seeds he wanted to sow. And that's an example of that because when we understand the detail, that excellence and, uh, you know, another notch up, when we we reach a point where we can understand that we're capable of so much more than we realized and we start to see the connection between those intricacies, the work we do and – the rewards or the benefits or the impact. Mm. I think that's kind of when the lights go on for a lot of us to kind of go, Oh my goodness, I can do so much more that I even never than I even dreamed of. And so those systems that come from a highly successful athletic career in Kobe's case, those are transferable to business. Those are transferable to growing organizations are growing wealth or, or growing relationships and family to, to see things for the long haul and mm. plant seeds. Uh, yeah. Now that, you know, is the proverbial tree we may never sit under, but yeah. you know, today's a good day to plant a tree because in Man. 20 years it'll be cast in shade uh, yeah. you know, on, on others. And yeah. why not? Yeah. 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 I think the, uh, you know, for 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 those of our listeners who are you know randomly you know you've it said to yourself that it's too late or you know you want it for your kids or your grand mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. children or you know something yeah. else just encourage you and, and looking in the camera to say late. look it's it's not too late man. it's never it, too it's late not. if you're not Craig Rochelle said if you're not dead you're not done mm-hmm. you got something to offer you can bring something you can impact you can influence you can encourage. You yeah. know, you, you hear the stories about, uh, you know, the senior adults who may be less mobile or may be, you know, not able to get around like they used to, but they make phone yeah. calls. They send notes of encouragement. They're like mm. cheerleaders for, for others and just love them in creative ways. And I'm thinking, yeah. man, if I got a pulse and I'm conscious, I can do something good for other people. Yeah. yeah. I just can't. Well, and- and now we've now we've told you you also have a, a, a ton of unaccounted hours. Yeah, <laughs> unaccounted uh, hours it, when man. you're awake. Please <laughs> go get it. Four hundred yeah, to twelve hundred hours. Yeah. Mercy, that is yeah. still. I, yeah. I just I will be thinking about this yeah. probably for the next couple of weeks, and and I'm sure you know our listeners will as well, man. So and and, and you know we're kind of winding down now, but um, you know there. I think that it um, there, there are a lot of people who you know probably have dreams, probably have visions, um, you know, but they're they're afraid, right? Um, they, they have some fear, um, you know, at taking action. 
Sure. Um, and and I, I have literally met no person in the world, um, you know, who doesn't have fear. But but the one thing I can say about, you know, the achievers, those people who keep dreaming big and, and et cetera, is that I believe that they 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 are willing to be courageous and, and are probably more courageous, frankly, than, you know, anybody else that I've met. Right. Just being willing to take, you know, just one step. Um, you know, is that something that you see with, you know, your coaches, your, yeah. you know, yeah. your clients, your, yeah. you know. Is it, is it very similar? Yeah, it is. I mean, a lot of times people people will be hesitant, whether it's like, oh, I don't know about putting myself out there. I don't know about, you know, this big, hey, I'm going to start a business. I'm going to do this, you know, and and they're, they're, it's driven by fear. You know, what if I what if I don't make it? What if I what if I fail? I mean, the short answer is so what? Try something else, you know. Uh, but the other side of it, and I remember several years back teaching a, a different course than the one we were talking about earlier, but yeah. uh, we were talking about fear. We were talking about, you know, walking out on the high wire. And mm-hmm. I remember walking down that middle aisle of the class, like you're walking a high wire. And I said, friends, I used to be afraid to step out on the high wire, but I've, I've realized that some of the best things in life are out here on the high wire. I was that little 10 year old boy at the park pool that looked at that 10 foot diving board and thought, Oh, those guys going off of that are so cool. The girls and the guys, they climb up there and do a cannonball or do a whatever dive. And I would think I do that, you know, and at some point I just marched up to that ladder and climbed up there to the top. You know, you'd wait your turn. You know, there's yep. 10 kids want to go the high dive. And I got up there and I walked out it. to the end of that, into that board, you know, and there's that, that moment where you're like, okay, now I'm on the end of the board and it's my turn. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking around these people and I either have to jump mm-hmm. into the water or I have to turn my back lower my head and walk back to the diving board and, and excuse myself in front of 10 other people to go back down the ladder. Oof. And I went off the high dive and it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and then of course I'm like swimming as fast as I can to get back in line and go off the high dive again. But yeah. once I did that, that fear was pretty much gone. Yeah. And so it, when I'm talking to folks about, things they're considering or things they want to do. And if they're a little hesitant, I'll spare them that full story. I'll just say, man, just go off the high dive and do it. Because <laughs> I know how I felt as that 10 year old boy. Yeah. It was like, that was cool. Yeah. That was really cool. And it was no yeah. big deal to everybody else was watching. But if I would have turned tail and run, mm-hmm. oh man, I'd probably never gone back up the off that ladder and stood yeah. on the end there. But Mm. You know, nothing went wrong. Yeah. And I love those moments where we have to make those decisions and people kind of we can all tend to think, well, what if something goes wrong? And yeah. I want to say, what if it goes great? Oh, man, that's been a that's been then a what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then it, then, and, the and most likely it it's going to be big. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. better probably than yeah. than you even imagine. Right. Yeah. And so many times it has. And, and, and that, that door just opened because I thought, well, 
if I remove fear from the calculation, yeah. what would keep this from working? Yeah. And sometimes there are legitimate answers beyond that. Well, besides it's fearful, you could lose some money. You could, you know, do make, you know, there, there are different things that can cost us. But most of the time, when I take fear out of the calculation, mm-hmm. the options go like this. Oh, my God. Well, and now we so so today for everybody, you're not going to have any excuses after listening to this episode, right? So we <laughs> not only are we removing fear now, but mm-hmm. we've also said there's an additional hundred. You have plenty of time. <laughs> yeah. Add so, time, yeah. remove oh, fear. Where can we go with all that, right? There we go. Mercy. Uh, if you can remove fear and add time, what mm-hmm. could you accomplish? Um, this is the only dream big podcast, man. This is stuff we talk about. Um, so, so, you, you know, my friend, I, I, I want to be cognizant of, of, uh, your time, right. Mm-hmm. Um, even though we know we have, we have extra. And so I, I just so, so appreciate you for, you know, being willing to have this conversation. Um, mm-hmm. there is one other thing that you have said to me before that I just think is so powerful and, and one of the just just a great kind of, you know, swan song, if you will, for our conversation today. Uh, but I don't have the exact words. And you you had referenced an individual that you knew uh, who, say, had a business. Yeah. Uh, and you gave this individual some advice, mm-hmm. um, you know, mm-hmm. specifically. And I want you to be able to not mm-hmm. only state that advice, but yeah. I'd love for you to look in the camera and, and yeah. give that same advice to our sure. listeners today. Sure. I think it's probably the case where I was talking about a friend of mine who's super capable, smart, super smart lady and with incredible mm-hmm. experience. And she That's had good. this business idea and I, we, I was traveling on my coffee tour and I'd met up with her and, and we're talking about that. And, and she just kind of had it on the shelf for a year and I'm sure it's brilliant because she's brilliant. And I said, man, you just, sometimes you just got to, you got to step out of the shadows and and step into the light mm-hmm. and take your chances. And so it was just that fear. Was that what it, it was That's just it. that fear that maybe it wouldn't go well or it'll be a it'll be a crash or it'll be a train wreck, which mm-hmm. is not because she's awesome. Yeah. But that was that was really the essence of that conversation was it's not helping anybody sitting on your shelf or, or stored yeah. in a folder on a computer. You got to just yeah. step into the light and see what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Everybody does. I'm yeah. telling you, just yeah. step out step of the Step into shadows. the light. So, Don't stay in the shadows. That, that's what I. Let's that's go. what I would encourage Let's people. Let's go. Let's go. Jeff, hey, you know, just thank you, thank you once again. You know, where where can folks find you? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and connect with you because I'm sure folks are going to want to connect. Uh, where's the best way we can follow you sure. and connect? Sure. If they want to learn more about my work and these ideas and things that I uh, do and make available to people, my website is www.coachmentorguide.com, coachmentorguide.com. And then I'm also active on LinkedIn, on Facebook, on Instagram. They can go to LinkedIn, search Dr. Jeff Williamson. They'll find me there. Same thing on Instagram, et cetera. And they can they can see some things that I'm doing and travel with me right along shotgun and uh, just enjoy the journey and that opportunity to connect and 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 perhaps work together at times. So. I'd love love to have conversations and and engage people to the point they'd like to. 
that sounds fantastic, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, uh, so much for for your. That's time. all joy, and man. Thank thank you all for tuning in this week. You know, this has been the only Dream Big podcast, and we'll see you all again next week. All right, take care. If you like today's podcast, tune in to our social media to get updates on our next episode. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, uh, at Only Dream Big Inc. Uh, and hit the subscribe button below. That's all for today, folks. See you next time.